The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast, featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and, when he decides to show up, Kevin Hell. We are the perfect blend of Saints sincerity and stupidity. How many RPMs would it take for the Julio Copter to actually fly away, and how many fumbles would happen as a result? <laughs> well... That's a trick question because you can only fumble once. If you're not having fun when your team is 11 and 2 and win back to back division titles for the first time in 50 years, then you need to stop watching. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrook. All right, everybody, welcome to a Monday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Well, there's no sugarcoating it. What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. Uh, it was pretty awful. It was the worst Saints experience we've had in a while. Well, let's let's talk. I mean, let's get right into it. I mean, let's well, talk. I mean, I mean, everyone everyone came here to talk about one thing. I know. It's obvious what we're all thinking about. So let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Alex Anzalone went on IR today, and my adopted son, Carl Granderson, officially made their 53-man roster. Ergo, I'm a proud parent. I won the bet officially. I don't know. And- wait, wait. There's there's still time. And there's still time. And we've got injuries to uh, Traquan and... Uh, it's over, buddy. It's and over. Uh, what's his face? So we, All we I know see, is we one might of see our adopted Jordan sons on is on the 53 officially. One of them isn't even on the team and one's on the practice squad. That, that sounds like a win to me. I don't know. Lil Jordan might be coming up now. He's well, a little thin at wide receiver. Taysom was our third wide receiver yesterday. I, well, I can't wait till Granderson sacks uh, Russell Wilson this weekend. <laughs> Kevin, it was a rough day yesterday for all Saints fans. But if you wanted to have uh, incredible sex to get over the sadness <laughs> of the game, what could you do to help that happen? Wait, I was. Oh, yes. Yes. What if, in in our in our hour of depression, could we do to to help us, uh, you know, get it, it sounds, on, so to speak? It sounds like you're stalling. Never. <laughs> I, I I I don't even know what a stall is. I just. It's, it's almost like you're trying to find the ad. It's somewhere in your house. On a piece of paper, and I mean Ralph. No asked way, never. Not at all. Um, Juge, do you yeah. remember the days when you were always ready to go? Barely. You want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Yeah. The doll would. Well, listen up. It's BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. 
You can take them anytime, Andrew, day or night, on a full stomach or empty. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill and can be ready whenever an opportunity arises, like right after you get off the tennis court. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, when it's love, love, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game. They might think they're raffing the dial in the bedroom, but really they're, you know, some 137 seed from Croatia who gets bounced in three straight sets. Well, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Uh, Blue Chew will help you follow help your follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So there's no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Just this read. It's made in the U.S. of A., and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code ARMCHAIR, to try it for free. BlueChew is the fastest, better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this shithole of a podcast. Kevin, your read faded in the second half, much like the Saints. Um, so he wouldn't, wouldn't even have played in the half. second half with Blue Chew, though. That's for sure. <laughs> he would not have. He would have stood up tall and hard. Uh, so, Dave, um, yesterday the injury to Breeze it sort of struck me in an odd way, in that I didn't realize what was going on because they went to commercial break, and then I, I found out about it on Twitter when I saw Holder tweeting that Teddy Bridgewater was warming up and just the panic just washed over me and I just went into sadness mode and I just started doing honey bourbon from the bottle. How did you (laughs) react to the, uh, to the injury in the Saints season starting to burn to the ground? (laughs) I mean, I thought that, um, you know, I thought whatever, he'd get it taped up or whatever, and then he'd get back out there. Maybe he was going to miss a series, and then obviously he misses another series. And then they show the, 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 the I think the video that scarred me for life, I think, is the one where Drew walks over to the bench and goes to pick up the football. And he just, it does, he just drops it immediately. He can't even, he, he can't even grip it, let alone hold it. Uh, and to me, I mean, that's just like, I don't know. That's like watching Superman die of kryptonite poisoning. Has that ever happened? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it was, it was, it was bad. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, obviously, everything subsequent that happened to that was uh, was a disaster. I mean, you know, just Kevin. For you, what was more horrifying: the fact that Drew Brees got hurt, or? Uh, you had a random woman walk into your house tonight. Uh, more terrifying the 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 random person walking into my house uh, and spouting gibberish at me. Uh, yeah. well, the more so let's, so let's hear the let's hear the story. Yeah, the more lingering sad thing is the Drew Brees thing because you know police could you know police eventually came and got this person. So I got home from work. Uh, and when I came in from work, I brought dog, I got a bag of dog food out the trunk, came inside the house, 
my hands were full, so I didn't lock the door at the time. And normally I turn right around and, do, and will go on lo- and lock it. Uh, I forgot to do it this time and just slipped my mind completely. Uh, I was sitting here for about an hour on my computer. All of a sudden, I hear the door open <laughs> and the dog goes in the living room. And then there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. And I go in the door, I go into the living room and there's this woman standing like just inside my doorway and she's holding my mail. That is, um, that is freaky. I mean, that's, that's yeah. Kind of freaky. And at first, and at first, I I was like, Describe wait a minute, woman. uh, maybe a little bit shorter than me, so maybe like five five eight five seven maybe. You could uh, take her if it got to that. Skinny, got like how, like how real skinny. Uh, she was wearing like skinny black pants, uh, like a real tiny t shirt. Um, how old? Uh, police ended up telling me she ended up being 20 years old. <laughs> How many teeth Tom Stewart wants to know? Uh, she looked like she had all of her teeth. And so Interesting. it didn't turn into a porn. Yeah. No, like, no, no, no. At first I thought this was like some person who was coming like door to door asking about something. Cause I thought at first she was holding, like, I didn't know that it was my mail at first. Like, it looked, it. I thought she was holding, like, a clipboard and was going to be like, hey, do you want to do a survey for something? And right. it took me, like, ten seconds to register what the fuck was going on. <laughs> and then you got and scared? Yeah, I was just kind of like, I literally started, I wasn't yelling, but I was very direct and sort of semi-shouty at her, like, who the hell are you and what are you doing in my house? And she just had like a like a weird smile on her face, and was and at first was like saying like things a, like, like a I, "let's have sex" smile. Uh, I'll I'll get to that. Um, no, you won't. This story goes on and on and on. It just it 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 does it have does it have a does it have a conclusion? Does it have a punchline? Does it have a 
hey, hey, she pulled a knife and I subdued her. She wanted to wrestle. She wanted me to, 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 she wanted to steal the kidney. Like, no, she, she just came in the house and, and then started telling me things like, 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 wait, you let her in? No, no, she no. just didn't. He she just forgot to lock line. the door. Right, I forgot to lock the door because I'm an idiot, and this random person just came walking through my front door. So, 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 what was she saying? So, <laughs> mumbling. So she was muttering stuff about how about like how orgasm. Taysom needed to play yeah. yesterday at quarterback. Yeah, basically. Um, Wait, what about orgasms? Yeah, she was talking about like orgasms, and then she was talking about like, like, like she was pointing at this tattoo on her arm, and then she was talking about we're gonna give you like she's saying we all the time. She's like we're gonna give you your first tattoo, and I'm and I'm like yelling at her. I already have tattoos. Get out of my house. And she just kind of like chuckles, and she then goes into my kitchen, <laughs> and she's like. My breaking news, my dream of the Saints doing a YOLO trade is over. The Steelers traded for Minka Fitzpatrick. Continue, Kevin. First round pick. Yeah. Thank you, Fredo. So, so, so she keeps trying to like come up to me and like touch me and stuff. (laughs) And I'm like trying to back away from her. Like, like, cause I'm, I'm like, I don't know if she has anything on her. I don't know what she's trying to do. At first, I was thinking, well, let me try and just shove her out the front door. But you know she has something. No, no, no. I didn't know if she had anything. I picked the wrong week. Quit sniffing blue. No, she did not quit sniffing glue. So at first, I was like, thinking, I let me shove her out. Quit amphetamines. <laughs> yeah. And then, I just had to fire then, off all the drug takes. Then the thought occurred to me, what if she has something waiting outside? So I lock the front door. I lock the front door and I get and I try and like I'm trying to fiddle with my phone to call police and she keeps trying to talk to me to like just she's just saying like weird random shit. So then I try and like I'm just like 20 minutes ago. This is like like, 45 minutes. Like random things like that? Or just like like you could understand it or like was it she wasn't yelling them she was literally just like if you were having a conversation with your wife in a in a room like room room level voice having a conversation except you were just saying things that would be uncharacteristic of you or just anything I did that yesterday, Kevin. I said I wanted to die. I wanted to slip my wrist. What, what's, what's worse, this story or Drew Brees destroying his hand? Wait, so, okay, so you called the cops, and then what? How long did it take for them to come? <laughs> well, it took them way too fucking long to get here. It took them, well, no first shit. Of all, it took me forever I to get through I would rip them. my thumb, thumb off to make this story stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just want to know how long you were in your house with this person talking to her. Junior um, Gallette would have handled this situation by now. Again, no <laughs> and Junior Gallet doesn't know how to handle women at all. So, so eventually, I tr- I get her, I trick her into getting into the backyard, but the dog goes out, and so I have to coax the dog back in, 
while she's out in the yard. So I finally get the dog back in. The cops finally fucking show up. And I'm kind of worried, like, you know, could this kook have fucking hopped my back fence? I, sh- I lead the, the cops to the backyard. No, she's still on my back porch, like banging on my back door. So cops, the cops get her. They start asking her questions. And she starts, like, saying a bunch of random shit. Like, she tells, she says her name's Gary. She says her name is Mimi. She says she's a baby. She says she doesn't know who she is. Kirkwood should have been uh, active. Wait, I know what's going on. She sold her soul to the devil so that her NFL team could win the Super Bowl for the next year, like Andrew said he was going to do. Yeah. Right. St. Louis doesn't have a football team, so. Would you sell your um, soul so Drew Brees' thumb could be healthy? <laughs> my, my, my dad just, just said in the chat, when does this Bluetooth ad end? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's this is why he's the funniest in the family right there yeah so 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 the, this female cop like puts the cuffs on her and the and this woman looks at her and goes w- will you teach me about lovemaking oh you could have gotten to that punchline like yeah. <laughs> 11 minutes ago. Bruh, I, I had a fucking stranger walk into my goddamn house like an hour ago. <laughs> and I had a fucking ordeal here. All right, let's move on. Please. I if, 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 this was, if this was any other Monday, I would just let this ride and go on and on and on. Right. Even if it was a regular season, I don't care because it's so it's so yeah, amusing. Why couldn't like, she walk into your house during the off season, Kevin? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why, why couldn't you do this in May when we really need content? <laughs> Shit. Dear Nutcase, you're welcome to come in here uh, from February to uh, I don't know August. <laughs> Fuck. So. So anyway. Breeze is out six His weeks. Career is over. Great. And the Steelers obviously don't care. Don't they're they're going YOLO. You don't, even though... you don't know he's out six weeks. You don't so here's know the thing, that. Andrew. When like if the Saints go like one and five with Bridgewater, like th- will the Saints just like shut down Breeze and be like, look, what? just take 2019 what? off and and stop and, and, it and, and, and Ralph, give it up. Ralph. You need to get this out of your mind. This is Drew Brees we're talking about. There's no way he's not coming back. It doesn't matter if they're one in five. Doesn't matter. Did you see the look on his face <laughs> on the sideline? Did you guys see that? The look on his face when he had to leave the field. He Brees looked like he was going to murder his own thumb for betraying. He's a him. crazy person. Like <laughs> if you tell me that he's out six to eight weeks, I'll see you in four weeks. He, dude, he's going to wear a Vaseline glove for half the day. And then he's going to sleep in a hyperbaric chamber. He he will amputate his right thumb and remove the left one and place the left one on his right hand cosmetically just just so he can play. I, I don't care that he's 40. He's insane. He is, he'll go to Antarctica. He'll h- hike for a week without food and then drink Eskimo piss to survive if that's what it takes. Dave, would he listen to Kevin's story again if it I meant mean, his <laughs> his thumb? Did you did you see him healthy? like on that nature show carry that alligator? <laughs> did, did you guys yeah. see that? He's not he's not human. 
We're talking about the guy that wrecked his shoulder. He Back then, he was just kind of your run-of-the-mill, pretty solid Pro Bowl quarterback. Then he wrecks his shoulder. They say he's never going to play football again. And then he becomes a first ballot Hall of Famer. If you're telling me if the prognosis is six weeks, see you in four weeks, Drew. I see that that last part is, I mean, I, I don't need to be as hyper, hyper, hyperbolic as, as Andrew, but I do agree with his underlying sentiment, which is that if a, a normal person has a six-week or an eight-week, six to eight-week you know, time to heal, uh, I do agree that Drew is going to have, he's going to have the best doctors doing it. He's going to do uh, everything rehab-wise and post-surgery-wise that he needs to do uh, to to rehab it and get it better uh, yes. as fast as possible. So he would I, mean, be so I, I agree with Andrew. And crazy I, about I, his rehab. I have to, yeah, I have to agree with Andrew that he's going to be dedicated to it. I'm sure, and he he will probably come back maybe sooner. Hopefully, he'll come back sooner than we think. But I mean, I just feel like with the way the Saints schedule is set up and the position of the bye. Uh, it may just make more sense, even if he, you know, if he was like borderline close coming back by like week, what is that, eight or whatever, uh, that the Saints have the buy. Um, I would just say, just take the take that week, take the bye week, and then come back after that. And make sure you're fully healthy. He's gonna, yeah, he he he's gonna drink deer antler spray every day, <laughs> mixed with Loomis Math cocktail. Right. Well, here come the drug tests. So he, yeah. he's gonna. He's Remember. gonna drink it like, um, like what's that? What's that? Sp- that sp- that spray that you use for sore throats? Clyde. Oh, uh, the antiseptic thing. Um, Kevin, yeah. the Septic. the Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater, who should be quarterback arguments have already reached uh, epic proportions. Um, I don't necessarily want to ask you what the Saints are going to do at quarterback because obviously they're going to play Bridgewater. But is this quarterback argument going to reach the level of Aaron Brooks, Jake Delholm? No. You don't think? No. Because I don't think Taysom. I don't think Taysom Hill. I don't think Taysom Hill is actually going to start a game. I think there may be opportunities where he may play. Like he'll come in and take snaps, but I don't think he's starting. Here's that's a good question though, Dave. How much of a how much of a leash or how much how many weeks does Teddy Bridgewater get to like figure it out and start playing well? Yeah, I mean that's a great question. I'm I I hate to say it. I I I want Teddy to be the next man up. I want him to be the guy. Uh, I think. Wait, he's why do you hate to say that? Well, because I don't, you know, Teddy played that I've ever seen. Teddy played in the one he had the one good preseason game earlier this season, and other than that, I haven't seen much. To me, it seems like Teddy and Taysom, as far as being quarterbacks, are. I, I don't. I just. I'm not. I, I don't see much difference. I feel like this. They they can sometimes make great throws, and they can sometimes be inconsistent, and, but. At, at least with Taysom, uh, he's he won. He's just got that winner stink on him. I mean, he just he's like Tim <laughs> Tebow. Like like you 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 don't think he's a great quarterback, but whatever, he still finds a way to win. And he no, he's, he's way better than Tebow. 
I, I agree. Right. I agree. I'm not. I'm just saying, like Tebow. I mean, Tim Tebow won a freaking playoff game uh, for them, and then they just let him go. But my point is, is that I, I just I feel like Taysom at least he can make plays with his feet, or uh, uh, you know, he's just he's just got a little. He's just got that Taysom magic, and he just makes shit happen. Just shit happens with him. But I mean, they they've invested a third round pick and two years and like fifteen million dollars in Teddy Bridgewater. I guess. I got to think. It, that's, I hate I that's the stupidest I I I I'm not saying that you're wrong Ralph but that's like it's the stupidest thing to make your decisions based on the contracts. It doesn't matter. If if well, you, no, if but I mean else, they believe yeah, I think but, they I don't, but Peyton's not making those investments if he doesn't believe in the player. No, I understand that. But also if he believes in the player and then he, the player goes out there and proves that Peyton was wrong, you got to cut bait. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and I believe that Sean Payton would when the timing's right. My, my thing is, so I, I really don't think I've seen enough of Teddy Bridgewater to formulate a finalized opinion. And I think it's imprudent that we're feeling all this pressure to, to like, have this resolved and, and know for sure whether he's good or not. Like, this kind of stuff takes time. And honestly, like, if you guys remember how bad Breeze has been in Seattle, but the last few times he's played <laughs> Pretty there, horrific, man. I, I, yeah, like I don't know that this is a fair game to really evaluate him either. Like I, I don't know that I would hold it against him if like he played really bad in his first start and it was at Seattle on a week's worth of preparation when he was on the West Coast and he, he didn't even have access to his own facilities, you know? So I mean, I don't know that Taysom Hill would do any better, but I just I think this kind of thing takes time, and I just I don't know that he's going to figure it out in a week, and I don't know that it's fair for us to expect that. You know, like he he's now you know granted if the Saints are scoreless after three quarters and he's thrown five picks, I mean Ralph asked the question how how long of a leash does he have, and I think that depends. If he's garbage, I mean if he's if he's literally burning the house down five picks and it's 37 to nothing, then of course you make a switch at that point. But I, I think if it's a close game and you believe in the guy, then you got to give him the opportunity to learn a little bit on the job. Here, here's a question, Kevin. Is, is this the first time since the 2000 Saints after Jeff Blake got hurt and they played Aaron Brooks. Is this the is this the first time since then where the Saints went into a game and we really had we have no idea what they're going to have at quarterback for the next 6 weeks. Is this is this the biggest sort of we have no fucking clue what we're going to get Sunday since then? Yeah, that definitely. I mean Closest thing since that, sure. Sure. Well, right. what about the Luke McCown start? Yeah, but I mean, you knew you knew that was only like a week, right? You knew Breeze is going to be back in a week or two, so you you didn't have a you you knew you didn't know that you were going to mm-hmm. ha- you knew that you weren't going to have a long stretch of Luke McCown, right? Right. I just feel that like there's this, you know, and I wanted Kevin to talk about it a little. Is it, there's this there's this uncertainty with the Saints, but it's sort of, Dave, it's also, I mean, it's exciting in, in its own kind of way, right? I mean, we don't know what we're going to get, and you, 
you know, uh, yeah, granted, we'd yeah, like yeah, to have yeah, please, yeah, it's, but it is kind of kind of exciting, like you know. Yeah, yeah. That's Doing drugs or like going to a strip yeah. club or, you know, like you don't know what you're going to get. walking into a random man's house. Yeah. I would, say, I would say it's more like eating at the buffet at the strip club. You, you have no idea what's going to happen or what you're going to get. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a stretch. <laughs> what are you saying? Strip club food is always good? Uh, I'm saying it's always bad. <laughs> um. Wait, wait, is is a buffet at a strip club a thing? Yeah, some strip That's, clubs have that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I need to brush if, up on my it, strip clubs. What Saints, <laughs> what current Saints player would be most likely to go to the buffet at the strip club? Uh, current? Mm. Well, Alex Anzalone, since he's got a lot of free time on his hands now. I'm sad. Yeah, I'm we're saying. not going to be able to use that much this season now that he's indisposed uh, of. Wait, but anyway, uh, he hasn't yeah, made I mean, it, poor guy hasn't made it to October in wow. two out of three years. Wow. Probably more than that if you count college. <laughs> he's, got sh- he's got shoulders made of tissue paper. All right, can I answer the damn question? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I you you could use the word exciting, but it's more terrifying. I think terrifying is, is more the <laughs> like by a the broken way, roller wanna... coaster, right, Kevin? You, it's got a bad it's it's a roller coaster and it's got a bad safety record, and you may die, but you know you're at the park, so you might as well ride it. Oh sure, I mean you know these uh these ride tickets aren't going to spend themselves. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm watching Monday Night Football, so to add insult to injury. No pun intended, but Drew Brees is also my was my starting fantasy quarterback. So he got me negative five points. But going into the Monday night game tonight, I was still winning by like twenty five. You know, you know who my uh, my son Cullen. You know who his two uh, quarterbacks were? Who? Brees and Roethlisberger. Oh my God! <laughs> I suck, kid. Get time a helmet. Time to be hitting oh. the waiver wire, kid. By the <laughs> By the way, since we're doing the live stream and, and it's obviously a lot of people in the live stream, I believe, are in the Saints Happy Hour Fantasy Leagues. If you are in the Saints Happy Hour Adult League, um, I take full responsibility for Jared Cook being a dumpster fire after two weeks. I clearly, by paying $182 for him in the, sa- in the auction draft, have slathered him with the Marlboro fantasy stink, and we need to wash that off of him. So if you're in the Saints Adult League, make me a trade offer for Jared Cook. We'll get that done, and he'll be on the road to recovery starting Sunday. So just what, would, what would anyone want to give up for Jared Cook right it now? It doesn't matter. I just need to get the fantasy, the Marlboro I mean, fantasy stink off man, of him. Sam, send Ralph a half-eaten ham sandwich. Done. Yeah. So... Kevin, I'm gonna start well, with you. Anyway, but I want so I'm watching the Monday this. night game, and Odell Beckham just got an 89-yard touchdown, and so now I'm, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Brees lost me my fantasy. Breaking news: Dave lost in fantasy. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Continue. So I'm gonna. Everybody's gonna answer this, but I'm gonna start with you, Kevin. So Drew Brees is out for six weeks. Um, the NFC South looks potentially like a dumpster fire and nine and seven could still win it. So the Saints season may not be 
completely hopeless. But what is your expectations as you sort of reboot the expectations, reset them? What sort of your expectations for the 2019 Saints now that if we get to the end of the season the, and and they accomplish it, you'll say, that was a good season by them. What What's your I mean, expectation this, now? Well, at this point, I think nine and seven is, is what's going to win the, the NFC South. Um, I, I mean, for the Saints to get to nine and seven, you'd have to have Bridgewater either either go four and four or three and five or obviously better, but I don't see him doing better than four and four. Um, and then, and then, you know, Drew would have to come in the rest of the way and, and do the rest. Um, I, I, I think they're going three and five. I think Seattle and, and I think the Seattle and Cowboys games are, are two L's. And then the, uh, you got the next four that are all winnable, but I can still see the Saints getting getting snuck up on on two of those. Like the Jaguars are a possibility uh, for a surprise loss, and you know, is any I mean, loss surprising it, now? It, though, really? No. I mean, we're no. kind of in we're kind of in football poverty now, right? Like, we're, we're in grind mode. It's we're in find a way mode. Yeah. But we're in football kind of poverty. Right? Like, we used Browns. to be in the penthouse, but now we're in football poverty, right, Dave? And 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 yeah. you just got to find this, a way. But but so Kevin, but do you think that normally you... happens to the Browns? Like I feel like Baker Mayfield is the one that's supposed to be getting this injury, not Drew. <laughs> I want to like point out that injury. Kevin he didn't even like get tackled or hit his hand on the helmet. He just like high fived Aaron Donald really hard. I, I want to point out that you asked Kevin a football question just now. And I feel like I was in Bizarro World where he He knew the schedule. He had knowledge of the next two opponents. Kevin, he, did you watch the game? He succinctly and, and <laughs> ill intelligently provided reasons why he feels like they were gonna lose both games, which I kind of agree with him. And then he started talking about the next four games after that. Do you think the woman that went into Kevin's here? house was like a Saints fan and she took possession of his body? And it's Kevin on the podcast, it's the only explanation. but not really. It's somebody else uh, in control of his functions, his faculties. I, I think that's absolutely what happened, yeah. <laughs> so, Dave, are you in agreement with Kevin that 9-7 and seven is, a, is, a realistic, is a realistic goal that if they achieved it, it would make the season a success? Or are you thinking even lower or still, no, it's got to be better? No, I would say we can lower it to nine and seven. What was my season prediction? I think my season five. prediction it was eleven and five. It wasn't ten and six. So I, yeah, I mean, I subscribed to the monthly subscription to 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 giveacompliment.com. It's two ninety nine a month. I subscribed because clearly I'm going to be giving a lot of compliments to Les East. <laughs> Um, well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be eating a lot of breadsticks, so maybe we can do it together at the same time. Uh, it's gonna be like that scene in Happy Gilmore where he's like, "You are very attractive. I'm not very good looking. You're the best. I'm the worst." Uh, it's gonna be one of those. You're really smart. I'm really dumb. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think yeah, nine and seven would be good at this point. I mean, I'm I'm with I'm with Kevin. I guess I I think people I think a lot of people were saying your best case scenario is like what four and four at the bye. Um, you know, but I would say we're going to be starting one and one and three probably. Uh, and then you just hope you can win some of those division games. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this. It's a good thing we got that win against Houston. It's a good no thing we that against that the Open. That is the truth. My God. Because uh, we're going to be, we're going to be leaning on that, leaning on that one win for a little, for a little while. <sighs> so Andrew, what, are, what, what's your expectations now? Oh, um, yeah, I mean, I'm usually the optimist one, but uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, I I think the season's over. Um, you know, now, listen, I, I'm going to root for the Saints to make the playoffs, and until they're eliminated, uh, I'm not going to stop that, of course. So, you know, even if they're 1-3, and three, you know, keep, keep trying to win and try to find a way until Drew gets back. But I just think this, this schedule's tough, man. It's like going on the road in Seattle. I seriously, of all the places you could go, this might be the worst possible place right now. I mean, Seattle's playing good. We know how that home crowd is. Like, so maybe the toughest place to play in the NFL besides the Superdome. And um, I, I just, that's just brutal for for him to have to start out there and then to come back home on Sunday night against that Dallas defense. I mean, it's just that's asking a lot of. That would be asking a lot of breeze, man, to play well in both of those games. Well, honestly. here, here's the thing. Um that we also need to discuss is people in the chat room are, are trying to figure out how the Saints can get Jalen Ramsey from the Jaguars and the trade uh, suggestions are I would say ridiculous but that'd be an insult to the word ridiculous they're like Marcus Marcus Williams and Eli Apple and a third and listen you know me I am president of Yo- Mickey Loomis let's go YOLO let's do this let's burn every asset we have but I think you gotta at least Put that on. Put the, uh, the freeze on the YOLO moves um, until you see Teddy Bridgewater. And if Teddy Bridgewater starts rolling and they start winning, then maybe you could do something fun. But um, you can't. You can't go YOLO now. I mean, because that that there, we have no idea what Bridgewater is going to be. That that pick that the Saints have. It could be top ten. It could be top ten. It could be. It could be top five. Maybe not. They have a lot of bad teams this year. Um, but we'll see. Um, Dave, I asked you last Tuesday, would we ever get a game where the refs was, didn't apologize to the Saints after? And I was the, wondering if you remembered that. <laughs> and the answer is still no. <laughs> and I think I said that we, we weren't going to. So I think I nailed that one on, right on the head. Uh, yeah, so that's three games in a row now. Three games in a row where um, the NFL referee crew just – this one, possibly the most egregious because from everything that I've, uh, I understand, blowing that play dead goes against everything that they are taught on a regular basis and, and, and constantly told. Don't play the – you know, if it's questionable, you don't blow the play dead. You let it play it out. You can always go back and look at it. Uh, and for some reason, Walt Anderson, who's 67 years old and maybe should think about retiring, uh, he, him and his crew just uh, just decided to call the play dead. I mean, it really does start to make you think like, uh, 
I'm I've never been a conspiracy guy, but I'm like I'm starting to think maybe maybe there is something to this. Like I, there really may be something to this. It's not a conspiracy against the Saints. It just has happened three weeks in a row. <laughs> if I had the X Files music, I would play it, Kevin. Uh, but I don't. Um, <laughs> does Cam Jordan's post game interview where he called the referees Footlocker? Kevin, does that get him automatic induction to the Ring of Honor for the Saints? I feel like it should. I mean, he, he should. I felt like he was already on his way, uh, talent wise, to to the Ring of Honor. But uh, I think that interview alone should guarantee him free drinks. <laughs> it's not a consp- it's not a conspiracy. It's just happened to the Saints. Three freaking games in a row. That's all. <laughs> I think that they should be selling shoes and the Foot Locker people should be refereeing NFL games at this point. Dude, th- but seriously, Kevin, this this may be, this week, this is the Super Bowl of aggrieved fans against the referees because Seattle has the Super Bowl where they felt the refereeing was terrible. They have the fail Mary. Um... And they have one other egregious referee decision that went against them. And it's the Saints. So, I mean, these are two fan bases that would murder a referee if given the opportunity. Um, here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a question I want. Andrew, I'm going to start with you, but I want all of you to answer. Is there a scenario in which... Teddy Bridgewater plays so well that it is a legitimate question to ask, do we just let Teddy keep playing and, and sit breeze? Is there, is there any scenario that that could be a legitimate question that wouldn't get Sean Payton to, to, to answer it? That's a, clown crush. Well, that's a clown question, bro. Is there any scenario that that's possible? I don't think so, no. Um... I mean, I, I would love that actually. Yeah, it would be a great problem to have. And, you know, I hope this isn't Breeze's last game as a saint. You know, I hope, I, I'm, I'm confident it won't be, but you know, I, I, I don't root for the players. I, I mean, I do, I care about the players on some level, but I root for the emblem. So like, if this is the impetus for the saints making a switch, because the guy that replaces breeze is just lights out and they they can't go back to breeze i I would accept that i mean i'd be sad for drew but i want what's best for the saints more than i want what's best for drew and you know it's one of those things where it would be a great problem to have so i would love to see it but realistically i I don't think that's happening now i will say this i'm very much wait and see with teddy bridgewater Uh, i i don't like what i've seen so far but I, again, I don't think it's fair to really judge him. I really think he needs these next three games. You know, I think it's so it's it's uh, well, Kevin, you, you'll know this. I, I'm, I'm not totally sure, but it's at Seattle. Then you got the Cowboys at home. And then it, is it the Bucks at home after that? Shit, wasn't that the, right? Uh, I know it was the uh, was the Bucks, Jaguars. It's the Bucks at home. Yeah, I just looked. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Bucks, so, Jaguars, Bears, and then the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. So, 
I feel like he needs to get these next three starts. And, uh, you know, assuming, again, that the house is on fire. I mean, if he's awful, then you got to make a switch. But, you know, if he's kind of just, like, competitive, not great, but you know, kind of gives a similar performance to what he did against the Rams where it's just, it's just, it's just not great, but it's not God awful. Then I, you know, Seattle's a tough opponent on the road and the Cowboys have a good defense. So I I would be willing to give him a pass on those as long as he looks like he's continuing to get more comfortable. But then for me, the third game, the Bucks is really where I would draw the line. And if he hasn't figured it out by then, uh, and he's not playing at a high level and helping the Saints win that divisional game. Uh, to me, that's that's the leash. And, and after that, I would make a full-time switch to Taysom. And the thing is, I'm still hopeful with both of those guys. I haven't resolved in my head that either of these guys can't do it. I think they both have skills that I like. I think they have potential. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, obviously it's up to Sean Payton which one starts right now. But um, I would be excited to see either of them and, I would just hope that they would improve. But I think as Saints fans, like we can't be in a rush to figure this out. I mean, we're in a rush to get a win because we had high aspirations, but like the game has changed. Like it's, we're not Super Bowl contenders anymore, at least not right now. And I think we, we have to accept that at least for the time being and watch this play out and, and be patient because that's what other teams that aren't Super Bowl contenders do with question mark quarterbacks. And so um, the Saints, I think, are fortunate to have a couple options that are promising, and we just have to see where it goes. It's so crazy to me. It's so crazy to me that all preseason, you know, Drew doesn't really play, and all they only have Taysom and Teddy on the roster, and so we watched the two of them play all preseason. They were always a topic of conversation, um, and it's so crazy to me that. Now it's like come down to this, and they're actually <laughs> one or or the other or both of them are going to fucking see significant significant time this season. Yeah. Uh, and it's like we we practice for this. It's like we really did practice for this. This was what this is what preseason was all about. Well, yeah. thank God uh, they picked up Taysom off waivers, and thank God they made that trade for Bridgewater. Yeah. Ah. What, what would the Saints look like right now if they hadn't made that trade and they hadn't Tom picked Savage. up Savage. That's what they'd look like. Or yeah, maybe, or maybe Chase what's Daniel maybe. These oh. days? What's Luke McCown doing these days? Yeah, is Luke, Chase Luke Daniel McCown's still retired. Josh McCown was playing for the Eagles last night. Uh, Which is Chase Daniel still in the league? Yeah, he's the Bears' backup quarterback. All so, right. Kevin, this is a fan. We're going to get to some questions. This is a fantastic question from Nola Flint. Uh, Maybe the d- Bears will bench Trubisky and Chase Daniel will be playing against Taysom Hill. <laughs> I, ra- I rather How Trubisky. Sick would that be? <laughs> yeah, I, I rather know, Trubisky. I, I don't want Chase Daniel. <laughs> Chase Daniel's better. Uh, he knows too much. <laughs> Kevin, does Sean hate Goodell enough to sign? Uh, oh, wait, that's that's not it. This is from Freddie. How many more weeks with a missed call until Sean Payton bust out the clown Goodell shirt underneath the pullover during a game? I, I mean, even, if that's the case. Well, dude, if that's the case. Right. He, yeah, it won't be an undershirt. He'll just flat out wear the thing on the – like, he'll, he'll have the Saints uh, – <laughs> he'll buy maybe like a Saints windbreaker and have it on just so he can like have like team – memorabilia on per the per i'm sure the rules but he'll have the shirt on exposed underneath like he'll make sure the windbreaker never goes fully unzipped 
it's maybe he'll he'll keep it like three quarters of the way unzipped. So you can clearly see what the shirt is. And I would frankly love it. (laughs) Is that where where you were when that woman came in your house, Kevin, three quarters unzipped? (laughs) She just popped a blue chew. Uh, I think uh, I think when we do our weekly predictions, we need to now predict how the how the Saints are going to get fucked by the refs this week. We'll do that. We'll do that when we pick the games. Yeah, this, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this that should from, be the prediction. Yeah, yeah. This like is from Noel Flynn. every week. That's going to be part of our predictions. Instead of now, forget it. Instead, we're going to do the score. You know, talk a little bit about the and game then no the MVP. Score. Yeah, no MVP. MVP. Instead of the goat, it's going to be how the how are the refs going to fuck the Saints this week. <laughs> Is it, it. it going to be a clock issue? Love it. Is it going to be, um, you know, some sort of bullshit penalty or, you know, that did or didn't happen? I got a good one for this week already. Is there any? We can oh, have wait. a lawyer sponsor that segment. Like, yeah, there uh, we go. Let's get let's get ship forced. Actually, I know I know uh, Mike Brander. <laughs> I can probably get Mike Brander. <laughs> does how the the Sean? My Payne dad went to my dad went to law school at Chick Fil A. Wow. Yeah. Your dad is old. N- knows him well. Uh, let's see. Does Sean hate Goodell enough to sign Kaepernick as a temporary third quarterback? It rips the NFL seal for Cap and gives us insurance for Swiss Army Taysom. Dude, Kaepernick is not doing the Taysom Hill thing. That it, that just it isn't happening. Um. We've, we, this is a good question, Andrew. This is you know, I'm I, actually surprised no one has said sign Colin Kaepernick yet. Like, I, I wonder if at some point Bridgewater and Taysom Hill will be bad enough that Saints fans oh will start God, saying, "God, please no." No, you know what's going to be bad enough is is the refereeing is going to piss Peyton off so much he's going to sign Kaepernick just to piss off Goodell <laughs> and the whole league. So if the, the rest better get their fucking act for together Eric, real quick. Trade for Eric Reed too. Here. This is from John, Kevin, Actually, over, know, under, fuck. on, quote, Actually, unquote, that's, ran- what, that's what should happen. <sighs> go ahead, this Kevin. This no, 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 go ahead, Ralph, go ahead. This over, under, on, quote, unquote, random drug test for Drew between his return and the week after his final game of the year. I would oh, say he's going to play eight games, so eight, like, I mean, he's getting, he's getting like the, he's getting the best of the best HGH, right? The Saints are sparing no expense for him. Is can we all agree on that? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> um, so this is not a, this is, this is not a question, but where is the, not a question, but can one of you guys please bring the doom? We can't have all this positivity. Look. We'll bring the doom if they're two and six and three and five. Look, I, people were like, today, on after I did my Channel Four TV hit in my column, they were like, "You're the patron saint of doom," and it was nowhere to be found. I'm like, they're one and one, and like they've made the playoffs the last two years. Let's just before we start demanding people get fired and it's hopeless. Let's just. Let's just watch it for a week or two. You know, they get a little. They get I, a little. I know, I know why you're winning. 24 games in two I, years, you know? You know? I, I mean, know I, why I, you're... I give the... I bring the doom, but my doom is pure. I don't just do doom for clicks. I would do doom for advertising dollars. We would have this whole podcast would be nothing but cure music and me being Nor- sad. You mean Norwegian black metal? Yeah, in Norwegian black metal, if the right sponsor came along and that's what they wanted. 
because um, I'm a whore for money. But besides that, the the doom is only pure. Um, I know. I see. know why you're not. I know why you're not all doomed because. Uh, you know whether you want to admit it or not. I think you are secretly loving that breezes out, and that we're going to see some Bridgewater. I, I am serious. Sub, somewhere deep inside of you, subconsciously or consciously, I don't know. That's for you to decide. That's for you feels to reconcile. Too little, little Ralphie, I have to say. No, I mean. I think he's. I think he. I think secretly, deep down inside, Ralph is like, "This is fucking interesting. We don't know what the fuck is going to happen now." It, I think it, you're on to something, Dave. It's. I it, am on to something. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's it is. Ross, it's really. How could you? How it's could you really. Celebrate I've talked injury. myself into enjoying it being really interesting, and it is really interesting for Sunday. But here's the thing: if the Saints go into a tailspin and crash and burn, we know, or I can look at the numbers, and I know that like 35 percent of you people are just like going to stop listening to the podcast because you're just going to be like, I, I I don't care as much about the Saints when they're three and three and eight. So it's not good for the show. What's really good for the show is Teddy Bridgewater kicking ass, and we have the ha- we have the should should Breeze not play? Should they stick with Teddy Bridgewater, or is Teddy Bridgewater the quarterback of the future? Should they pay him next year? Should they not keep Breeze? Like those are the fun things that keep it going. But the Saints just being bad, like and that's that's that that's that's interesting. People will be interested in that for like two weeks, and then the jokes get old. If they're just a, if Teddy Bridgewater is just abominable, uh, so Dave, are you guys are you guys nervous at all that this could turn into a Brooks versus Delhomme thing, Bridgewater versus Taysom Hill? I had that thought, and it, it's just kind of like God, please. I not mean, this again. the thing that made and Kevin back me up, Andrew, you were there too. The thing that made the Brooks Delhomme thing really, really interesting and difficult was that we all knew that Aaron Brooks was hurt, and the Saints, all they needed to do was win one more freaking game, and they would have made the playoffs, and we knew Aaron Brooks is hurt. I don't know that this becomes um, a who to play or who, don't, who doesn't, because if Bridgewater plays well and they win, they're not going to play Taysom Hill, and if they go back and forth, it just means that it's a train wreck, you know? So I don't know that it'll – like – Kevin, there was a sense of, and it's a long time ago now, but I had a sense of, there was a sense of desperation for the fans to play DeLome because the Saints, you felt like they could still salvage something from that year that started off so well if they would just play DeLome and win a couple more games and get in the playoffs. And there was a sense of desperation that I don't think you necessarily have, you're going to have with this Bridgewater-Taysom Hill situation. No, this it, that's not possible because Brooks was already the starter and he'd been established as the starter. This is two backups. I mean, you'd have to see Taysom Hill come out and I mean not Taysom, you'd have to see Bridgewater come out and play okay enough in in say Seattle and the Cowboys to justify him playing a couple more and then and then maybe like the next two he gets utterly like torched just like eaten alive for for no reason uh then you know maybe you'd see arguments to have Taysom start but I I don't know I don't know I I I don't think the Brooks 
I think the Brooks Dell home comparison would not be uh, would not be apt. Yeah, the other thing is um, Brooks was largely disliked because of his personality, and I actually think T- Teddy Bridgewater is a very likable personality, and Dell home and Taysom Hill too. I mean, I-, I think all three of those guys are very likable, but I-, I think the one the one difference there is that a lot of people hated Brooks, especially because of the smiling after interceptions, but. I'd like to think most fans, if they don't like Bridgewater, it's more like they just don't think he can do it. But his personality is very likable, I think. This is That's an interesting point that Andrew brought up, but I want to bring it forward to Sunday, Dave, in that not that Bridgewater played especially bad. He played bad in the second half, but he played pretty good to start the game. He had some good drives, the penalties and stuff killed him. But the Saints had a sense of... They looked shell-shocked, even Bridgewater to a certain extent, and they never sort of found their footing the whole entire game. Do you think that that will change and sort of, since they know Bridgewater's the guy, at least for the foreseeable future, that he'll sort of grab the reins and there'll be sort of this energy to the Saints of, fuck it, the world thinks we're going to collapse in Seattle, it's us against the world, and it'll give them sort of a maybe a short-term boost on Sunday that we didn't see against the Rams. Well, I, I hope so because, yeah, I mean, when he was in against the Rams, it just kind of feel, felt like the whole, you know, life just kind of got sucked out of the entire team, even on both sides of the ball. And, I mean, understandably so. I think everybody was maybe shocked or worried about Drew and um, just kind of felt deflated in that moment. Um but, I mean, they have to do that, to be honest with you. I mean, they, they've got to, you know, Teddy's got to take control of the team uh, and, and he's got to get this team to rally around him and believe in him. Uh, this doesn't work without that. And he's got big shoes to fill because he's, you know, he, he, he's following Drew. And, and he, you're also, I mean, you, Drew's going to be there still. Um and so, is he going to be the quarterbacking every play like he did in Carolina in 2015? Well, where so he's that's his I mean, and, well, I mean, so 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 my so my concern is is like, is Teddy going to feel like he can take control of this team? Is he going to always feel? Is he going to feel this entire time like Drew's right here? Drew is. Uh, this is still Drew's team. You know, is Drew going to be doing talks before the game? Uh, you know, how involved is Drew going to be? And are are people going to be able to? you know, listen to and respect both of them. Uh, so I don't, it's an interesting dynamic to be quite honest with you. I don't know. I, I think both of those guys are conscientious and professional enough that they will handle that properly. I'm not All too right. worried about that. Before we get to the picks of the game, Dave, if people wanted to recklessly gamble like they should, because it's football season and what else are you going to do with their money, your money? Where should they go to do online gambling? Well, if they like to gamble, like I know you do, Ralph. I do. Uh, you know, he does. They don't, but they don't actually bet online. Why do? Why, why would they keep picking winners and not betting on them? So that's why they need to go to my bookie. It's fast. It's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it: where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Uh, do the smart thing. If you're gonna bet. This football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know that you can bet on game on the games after kickoff? 
If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. So join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code ARMCHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code ARMCHAIR. Visit M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G today. You play, you win, you get paid. And by the way, the offer for ARMCHAIR still stands if you... Use the promo code that Dave just gave you, and you deposit $50. Send your confirmation to SaintsHappyHour at Gmail, and Armchair will send you a check for $20. So do it. Nice. Um, oh, hey, uh, Ralph, did uh, Todd Newberg beat us? Uh, he beat one of us. He beat, he beat one of us. So he gets to come back. We didn't. We didn't really set the rules on if he had to be both. No, of no, us he has to beat both of us. That's the rule. He has to. Oh, beat he both had to be both of us. I think he beat one of us. I have to double check. I think. I know he beat. I know he beat me. I don't know about you. I have to check. I have to check the spreadsheet. I'll do that after the show. Well, I know. I know. I pushed uh, as uh, Skooks just said. I, I pushed on the uh, fifty-one point LSU spread. Yeah. Uh, that was unbelievable. I lost my. I lost my five-star guarantee play of the week. The Jaguars missed their two-point conversion. I had the Jaguars on the money line plus 360 as my play of the week. And I know it lost, but it was the absolutely the right side to be on. Um, but a tough loss. Um, so, this week's Saints game, Kevin. The Saints, 3 o'clock kickoff, Seattle. The Saints are a five-point underdog in Seattle. Oh, it's who up you from got, four and a half? Who you got? We're not doing MVP. We're doing... Predict the game and how the refs will screw the Saints. Uh, I'm going to say Seattle, Seattle 27, Saints 14. Uh, and I'm going to say that uh, that the refs are going to wave off a, uh, a field goal attempt early in the game. Uh, for for being too high. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, Andrew, who you got? I'm gonna say the Saints' offense puts a couple nice drives together, and uh, they lose 27 to 20. Uh, Seahawks win on the final drive of the game. Uh, Bridgewater is gonna be. Marching the Saints down the field in an effort to tie. Uh, he's going to throw a deep ball to Austin Carr down the seam. He's going to slightly overthrow him by about three or four yards. Um, and the ref will throw a flag for intentional grounding and give the Saints a 10-second runoff. And there's nine seconds left on the clock, and that will expire the game. It's good. It's not as good as Kevin kicking the ball too high. Uh so Dave, um, I'm I'm not even man. I would take Andrews twenty-seven to twenty any day of the week. I'm not that optimistic. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Seattle twenty-seven, Saints ten, and some of that that the Saints get might even come late in garbage time. Uh, I think the offense is gonna struggle. I think. Bridgewater is not going to look too great. I think he's going to struggle. Um, I think it's a tough game. Seattle's good. Uh, you know, playing in Seattle is hard. They've never done that well against Seattle uh, in recent years. And 
I don't know. I'll say the refs. Uh, they give they give us some bullshit spot uh, on like fourth down or something, and we don't get a first down, even though there's like clear clear video evidence uh, uh, that the Saints got the line to gain. But for some reason, inexplicably, that no you know nobody can explain it. Uh, they don't give it to us. I am going to say Saints win twenty to seventeen, <laughs> but. It will be a lot. Do you cooler. think our defense is going to hold Russell Wilson 17 points? Yes. I don't know how, but they're going to do it. Don't ask me. Don't ask me for details. I'm not did, a detail. Did, uh, is Marshawn Latimer going to drink from the uh, Indiana Jones Holy Grail? <laughs> no. But the Saints he are going to win. Wisely. But the refs are going to screw them over at the end of the first half. They're going to. They're going to. The Saints are going to score a touchdown, and the refs are going to say it's not a touchdown. And even though it's under two minutes, they're going to say the Saints don't have any challenges, so you can't challenge it, and they'll have to kick a field goal, and we'll be enraged. And, um, But they're going to win anyway. I don't know how. I just I, I want this win because if the Saints can pull off this win Sunday – I think it's potentially the most enjoy. It would be the most enjoyable regular season win since it'll be the most enjoyable regular season win, not including the Steve Gleason punt block, which is just that's in a different category in 2006 because the dome opening. But any other regular season game that the Saints have won, if the Saints win Sunday, it'll be more enjoyable. And the Saints are going to find a way to do it. Don't ask me for details. They're just going to do it. All right? I kind of like... Uh, Did you get also, a prescription to Xanax? <laughs> I kind of also like the prediction that uh, Thomas Morstead gets ejected from the game for high-fiving a teammate after a good punt. <laughs> Was that in the chat room? No, but I, I just pictured Thomas Morstead being ejected by a ref as being kind of oh, awesome. Tom Stewart says cocaine is a hell of a drug. It is, but man, I, 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 before I go back to my true nature and I just go full on doom, I'm just going to give – you think I'm going to zig and I'm going to zag and I'm going to go full on positively wave the poodat pom-poms for you guys – until the, the Teddy Bridgewater has two incomplete passes to start Sunday. Then I want people <laughs> fired. Are we, we going to talk about Buffalo Wild Wings? Hey, we yeah, should. fuck Buffalo Wild Speaking Wings. Fuck them with their um, – They what, what did they tweet out, Dave? Uh, they said uh, Saints fans are already suing or filing a lawsuit or whatever. It's disgusting. Yeah, we we really should boycott Buffalo Wild Wings, not only because they tweeted that, but we should have boycotted them long ago, long before that tweet, based on the quality of their food. Their food is terrible. Their service is worse. Yeah, and it's not just just the gourmand Dave Cariello coming after you. It's all of us. (laughs) We're out for blood. Now, wait. Now, to be fair, though, you guys should boycott B Dubs in your own respective cities, but honestly, we should support we should support the ones here because this poor guy, the, the guy who owns he owns three of them. He owns 
It's all three that are in the New Orleans metro area. And obviously, here in New Orleans, that's where everybody is pissed off by this Buffalo Wild Wings. But that was corporate who tweeted that out. This guy is an independent owner of these franchises. He's a Saints fan. He's been a season ticket holder for nine years. And now, <laughs> and now, and now everybody's about to boycott and not eat at any of his restaurants because corporate went over his head and just made some random tweet about our local football team. They just, that's that's brutal. That what is about brutal. Is today you the worst day of your life? Okay. Yeah. Now listen, he needs to get on social media and he needs to put out statements saying such things and then he needs to offer uh, free bottomless well drinks and, and maybe a, a toss a few, uh, a few uh, appetizers on, on, on top of that for at, at uh, half off. And then I mean, he's, he's got maybe, maybe the gourmand will say nice things about Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, he's got to have like a lawsuit, right? I mean, like that's... It, if corporate does something that like could really substantially screw up your business, I mean, I don't know. He's probably yelling at them. I mean, because Buffalo Wild Wings, if, if, if most franchises, they get eight percent of your gross off the top every week. Five percent goes to corporate. Three percent goes to advertising. So I would imagine he is not happy to be having to give them 8%. I wonder if he like called the corporate office and they put him on hold and he had to listen to like all those horrible Buffalo Wild Wing commercials. Or... Well, you know, on the plus side, like Saints fans are quick to forgive and forget and they're never petty. So <laughs> that's there's, the good news, there's, right? There's one thing New Orleanians are known for. It's, it's for letting things go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure this will all blow over. That's what WWL is hoping for a different reason. Uh, Brother. 8.70 a.m., not WWL TV. Uh, so this wraps it up. And by the way, uh, Wrap it up. We, go, we go daily every single fucking day. And if you're in the chat room, we are going to get to 500 subscribers so that means next week two extra large t-shirts are going to be given away on this live stream to two lucky people in the chat room so remember to join us again because we're i think we're going to get to 500 subscribers we're at 492 i believe um so that should happen thanks to everybody in the chat room especially andrew's dad um so for dave for andrew and for kevin who joined us uh, I'm Ralph. Uh, until next week, the bar is closed. <laughs> <laughs>